Welcome to another edition of Under the Bus, and I'm not sure we've got enough buses for this show. <laughs> this is going to be a great next 30 minutes or so. I'm Bob Stevens, formerly of ESPN, introducing Curry Kirkpatrick, formerly Sports Illustrated Hall of Fame writer, Rich Basirico, Hall of Fame basketball coach, who gives us that coaching perspective for all the coaches that we're going to throw perfect. under That's the perfect. bus this week. Let's begin. <laughs> I like it. Let's begin in the NFL, where, where we got... I mean, we got a well, we got America, of people we, to throw under. We got America's team. Let's is, the, is first of all go, going under America's go bus. Um, the Cowboys just weren't ready to play. You know, they play the worst team in the league, probably in Arizona, and they just showed up flat. And everybody's going to blame it on Dak Prescott, who obviously, you know, threw the interception, you know, with two minutes to go. And it's the old Zach. He led the league in interceptions last year, 15, I think, and he didn't even play five games. This looked like a Cowboys playoff game where they come, they always show, show up flat. <laughs> I mean, you know, every team in the league lays an egg during yeah. the season, but yeah. I mean, this was, an, this was an omelet that Dallas let, you know, laid. And uh, I just want to ask Rich, you know, when you have a team, you were a coach, when you have a team that's flat that just comes out not ready, isn't it the coach's fault? You were well, the, trying to motivate. The preparation it. happens during the week, right? Games are won in practice. So obviously, they didn't have a good week of practice. And I think because they thought they were playing Arizona, they've been playing so well, and Arizona was, you know, predicted to be the worst team in the league. So they, obviously they didn't come to play. And uh, his job is to get these guys ready to play. So when they came out flat, like you mentioned, then at halftime he should have been all over them. Should have been all over them. And fire them up to come out and play to the best of their ability, which they did not. So does that make the Giants coach from the week before a genius? Because they were getting flat. killed. And then he Look came out and won? Yeah, well, I don't, know, I don't know what he said at halftime, but obviously they made adjustments. Against Arizona. Right. They made adjustments, and they, and they players were ready but, to come out. Guy, in the NFL, they, you don't really have to motivate a lot. I mean, these guys you shouldn't are, have to. They're professionals. They're, they're getting paid good money to come out and play. Um, but there, sometimes you've got to kick butt. You've know, you got to go in there and say, this is, this is unacceptable. We've got to come to play. They, I think they thought that it was just going to turn, like with the Giants, it just turned. Not that I thought the Giants thought that was going to happen, but it did. I think Dallas just said, we're the Dallas Cowboys. It's gonna, it's well, and they, and they had the best defensive player in the league, Micah Parsons. Without you would doubt. think at halftime, a guy like that, if he's a true leader, isn't he going to fire he up the have. team and Who come knows? out? He and, might have. You would think but, so. But he was like invisible in the game. I mean, he could have, he should have taken times. over the game. Should have, but they um, did a good job. But as opposed to that, we've got the Dolphins-Broncos game, where one coach obviously did a pretty darn good job. Uh, we're not throwing the, the, the Dolphins coach under the no, bus because they scored 70. 70 points, right. 10 touchdowns, yeah. five each, five running, five passing, never been done before. Sean Payton I think should give his check back, shouldn't he, for uh, this week? Dolphins for had sure. 726 yards. Of, of offense. Well, does, they could have had more. They, they could have oh. set the record. Doesn't it come were, around? He's the one that was blasting in before the <laughs> season started about how poorly Hackett did last year as a head coach at Denver. Worst, co worst, co worst coaching job in history. Right. right. Well, said, what do you think about Hackett, him? Hackett, yeah. Hackett didn't have 70 scored on him. No. You know, right? Peyton. Peyton. So, talking about players not being ready to play. And they gave up yeah. on him. I mean, they, the game got out of hand. They well, they quit. quit. They quit. Uh, but so, so week five, NFL, Jets, Broncos. We thought it was going to be this great uh, Peyton against the team that uh, against Hackett. That's right. That's well, right. now it's going to be the two of them, and neither one of them is any good. It's going to end up in a tie. <laughs> I love Sean Payton. Sean Payton after the game, you know, he said he was yeah. embarrassed, humiliated. Should be. 
and a reporter starts to ask him a question about, you know, he went on all the statistics of how the, how the awful records they've been broken, and Peyton goes, what's the question? <laughs> he really, you know, he was about to blow up, which, you know, he's, he kept saying, the guy kept giving him his quotes, and what's the question? What's the question? I thought, I, was saying, I got a question. Why didn't Miami score 80 on him? I mean, they could have gotten 80 on him. <laughs> they could have. I mean, you know. But, the, but McDaniel, the coach at, at Miami, used to be a Broncos ball boy, and he, he was almost embarrassed that we were killing him yeah. like this and, and took a knee. Well, and, and, Tua, and Tua said after the game, yeah. you know, we're not trying to humiliate teams, even though it looks that way, <laughs> which, is, which it did. So are we going to be throwing Tua under the bus next week? Because they got to go play Buffalo in Buffalo. Hello. Should, I mean, that's the beauty of the NFL is, for some reason, the schedule, as I mentioned with the Broncos and Jets, comes back to haunt yeah. you later on, and, and now they got to go to Buffalo. I can't take the over. I, I, I just live when Miami, you know, Miami is 70 with eight minutes left. I mean, there are eight minutes left in the game. And, of course, they, had, they got in field goal range, and the fans are shouting, go for three, <laughs> go for three, go for three. The record is 73, yeah. and you remember was there. In the 1940s, yeah. the Bears. Beat, he was there in 1940. The Bears, yeah. the Bears beat Washington in the in the championship game, 73 to nothing. Yeah. And I read about this game. I remember, Sammy Ball was the Washington quarterback. He threw a touchdown pass early in the game, and the guy dropped it. Receiver dropped, it. and they asked Ball. You know, they get beat 73 to nothing. They asked Ball after the game, "What about the what about the pass? Would that have changed the game?" Sammy said, "Yeah, it would have been 73 to seven." <laughs> <laughs> We got other coaches, though, in the NFL to throw under the bus besides Sean Payton, uh, who, who's certainly got it coming. And yet, you know, the Broncos get to play the Bears. Again, the schedule comes Awful. back to make it interesting. The Bears are just terrible, bad or, terrible. Than the, as the Broncos. Boy, you, you throw the bus under the bus, anybody's got a ticket to that game? For, you know, you, know I, you could find a better way to spend your Sunday afternoon. Well, you've got a, co a, a couple other guys. I got a guy, Brandon yeah. Brandon Staley, the Chargers coach. Yeah. I mean, he goes forward on fourth down in his own what he's on his own twenty-four under two minutes to go, and they blow it. And then, of course, they give the game to Cousins, who's going to win the game. But he's Kirk Cousins, so he's running around crazy, uses up twenty-five seconds. He says he can't hear the, he can't hear he can't yeah. hear the call, yeah. and he makes his own call and throws an interception in the zone. And Minnesota wins the game, beats the Chargers. I think it saves no, Staley's. No, I mean, Chargers won. Chargers, Chargers won. won. I mean, it saves Staley's job because the Chargers won. Yeah, I don't think it saved his job. Oh man, I, I don't think his job. He, he was going to lose his job that week. They're sick of this it, guy. It's, it's another one you put a check mark right. on the, in the bad column. San Diego's sick of this guy. Uh, I'm telling you right now. And they get <laughs> or it's to not play. San Diego and Los Angeles. Right. I keep calling the San Diego Chargers. Well, you should. Do you keep that? I think back they should in the be. old Oakland San Diego days. Yeah. And uh, that's this week's game. Okay. Is the Raiders and Chargers? Yeah, and now nice. it's Vegas and LA. But and I still think I'm in San, San Diego. Diego. I think Lance Allworth's still playing for him or something. You know, I they got guys who are about like Lance Allworth. They the, got guys breaking Lance Allworth's records. Bambi. Yeah, one yes. of the great oh, names. Yeah. Bambi. He, he Bambi. Was just yeah. Uh, speaking of one other coach of, to throw under Josh the McDaniels from yeah. the Raiders. Yeah, they're uh, let's see, they were down twenty-three to fifteen. So that's eight eight points. 225 to go in the game. Inside the 30. Right. And he kicks a field goal to cut it to five. What's the purpose? What's the purpose of that? You gotta score again. If you go for it and you miss it, you don't score the touchdown, you've run out of downs. Yes, you gotta come back and score again. 
But to kick a field goal then, I, I don't get it from eight to five. Go for it. Get the touchdown. Go to two-point conversion. He's, he's, he's the Raiders. Well, of course That's he's what, Raiders. Yeah, he's a, yeah. you know, Belichick's, so, uh, so, Belichick's boy. So two he's, guys who, <laughs> these two guys are going to be coaching against each other, the Chargers and the Raiders this week. Talk about, both, talk about talk about a ticket. Talk about a ticket nobody bus. wants to see. Chargers, <laughs> but, but you know Chargers the Chargers win. have have the Chargers have the great quarterback Justin quarterback. Herbert, and St Staley is supposed to be a defensive genius, and their defense is terrible. The Chargers defense. All right, we, we, they are. A couple of good games <laughs> Thank this you. week. But, I want to throw. But, but I wanted to get. I want to get to. I want to get, get there. The Does real, anybody the, go under the, the real bus? stuff. The, the real, real stuff. Story. Kansas City. The biggest story. Kansas City. Taylor Swift. Travis and Travis Kelsey. Uh, and I'm not, here's what I'm going to throw on the bus. I'm yeah. going to throw the Fox cameras under the bus because yeah. they didn't show Taylor Swift not nearly yet. enough. Yeah. Nearly uh, enough. enough. Didn't, didn't, they should have followed her everywhere. Yeah. And, of course, TikTok, I think it was a TikTok, finally got, at the end of the game, finally the first shot of Tay, Tay, Tay as we Swifties call her, Tay, yeah. with Kelsey, <laughs> with Kelsey walking out of the uh -huh. thing. And Kelsey's outfit was great. It was like a white denim pants jeans and white denim yeah. jacket with yeah. blue paint splots okay. and it was some kind of tribute I, I to Taylor Swift's song. That. I could see you wearing that. I like this outfit there. actually. Yeah, and did you know and they were kind of cozy walking out no, actually. They weren't holding hands but no, it was close. No, no, yeah. Close. But well they really haven't dated that much no. right? I mean it's uh, still pretty new. I think he just invited her to the game and he, she said sure I'll come. Yeah. Well, this thing, this thing that? has jumped. You invite her to a prep game. I am. I'm going to do that. I'm going to try that. You know, she's got the month that. off, right? She's got the entire month of October. So will as we, we see Swifties her? Knows, as we Swifties knows, her next appearance is in Buenos Aires in November. And I think you said Kelsey has a, Kelsey has a, that's the a weekend week. off. She's spy week. They have one during her tour. I guarantee you he's in Argentina. Okay. Going after She'll set tour. a plane for him. And not to mention, next week, they play in New York. You don't think Tay is going to show up in New York? Come on, it's think. a great romance. I, you know, what has she done for Kelsey? I'm going to ask it. Four hundred percent jersey <laughs> sales up, and you know, this story has jumped the not just jumped sports the weekend, jumped sport. Uh, a, a, a political gal the other day, mm -hmm. on, yesterday on Dateline, Dateline White House, I think they call okay. it. Okay. Yep. And she was talking about how great this was. Because they were great humanitarians, and they were—I mean, Taylor Swift and and Jason Kelsey—and she and she was, you know, doing, you know, the haters are going to hate, which is, you know, and and uh, you know, she was she was going shake it off, shake it off, all these taste taste songs. Everybody's doing their song. So are we haters song. who are going to hate uh, this week? Is that is that what we're doing here? No. Is that just ten? Well, I want to I want to ask eight? you this. I want to yeah. ask you this. Yeah. What does this do to the Chiefs' season? Is this good for the Chiefs? Or bad for the Chiefs. Well, I think it's great for because the Chiefs. It takes all of the takes pressure. all of the pressure. Off in, in, in fact, the next State Farm commercial. Well, she'll be in it. It's going to be Mahomes, yeah, and the coach, and the State Farm guy, and Taylor. Well, but you know, even even last. <laughs> and they're going to sell a lot of insurance. Even last week, though, they asked Mahomes after the yeah. game, and you know, you know, Taylor Swift's up there. Is there a little pressure? And he admitted, I got some pressure on me. I knew Tay was in the house. I got to throw a touchdown to. To Kelsey, look, I gotta go. What kind of pressure is there well, on Mahomes to throw a touchdown pass to Kelsey? That's he does part of every what week. They do. He does yeah. it every week. Well, well, this history of celebrity sports yes. guys, history, the romance is right. a little mixed. 
I mean, remember... You have done a lot of research and done a lot of writing. Tony Parker, San Antonio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Eva Langoria. Sure. Eva Langoria went on the plane with the Spurs. She was on the plane. And they I'm eventually... Sure they yeah. Well, you know, it, and Spurs won the championship. Tony Parker was MVP that year. They beat LeBron in the finals. And Langoria's Perfect. hanging around. Yeah. And they eventually got married, but then it didn't work out. So, you know, I don't know. What about Tony Romo and uh, the great Jessica Simpson, remember her? Yeah, yeah. And Tony and Jessica were a romance. Yeah. They went to Cabo before the playoffs, got beat by the Jets the next week. Everybody blamed, blamed, Jessica. Uh, they blamed Jessica. Blamed Jessica. And <laughs> Jessica at the time was a bigger name than Tony Romo, sure. if you can imagine that. Andre Agassi? And Steffi. And Steffi. That well, they were, they, were about, the they were about finished. They were about finished playing. Okay. But, but we got, no, but we got, and then we got, of course, um, um, Russell Wilson and Ciara. And Ciara. And that worked She's out. They got married, and they're, and they're still married. They're all over commercials. They have babies now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but Russell Wilson's career is now in the tank, so what do we think about that? <laughs> He's in the tank. What do we think about sure. that? I don't know. She'll support him. Look, this is the biggest celebrity sports guy yeah. romance since Tom Brady and Giselle, okay? Sure. But I will point out, I will, I will submit that Taylor Swift is bigger than Giselle Bunchen oh, around the world. Oh, no I question. mean, it's a huge, she's no the biggest question. entertainer in the world. And uh, I think, you know, if they have this romance and get married, how about this? That's if they get married, well, what if it does happen? Because it's gonna, because I'm, Taylor, I'm going to, because Taylor there. needs a good song. She's going to write a song. She's going to write the song, song about the breakup. Right. And, and the breakup. Mama Kelsey's going to be in the, for, she's going to be in the middle of it. And then what if, and then Jason will be a villain among every woman in America if they break out. I mean, Travis, not Jason's a brother. I get him yeah, mixed yeah, up. Yeah. But if they do get married, it'll be the biggest celebrity sports since Joe DiMaggio and Marilyn Monroe. I mean, I'm, not, I'm going yeah, back in time. But, but, you know, but, you know, but, well, but if they do, here, I want to tell you a story. I remember the story about, no. And this is why, this is why it probably won't work. I mean, they, they're in different worlds, and they don't know... I don't think they know how big the other person is in that world. Right. There's a great story about Marilyn Monroe married to Joe DiMaggio, and Marilyn goes on one of the foreign tours, goes with Bob Hope, and entertains the troops. And she comes home and she says, Joe, I was out on the stage with 50,000 people screaming my name and screaming for me. She said, Joe, you can't imagine what it was like. And Joe DiMaggio looks at her and says, Marilyn, yes, I can. <laughs> I mean, they had no idea who, who the either one was, who the... Uh, and so it may not work. Okay. It may not work with Jason. Are we hearing it here first? Yeah, go on record. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give him a few months. I'm gonna give him a few months. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give Jason in Argentina. I'll give him three months. Okay. End of the season. All right. And put that in writing, Bob. We got more people to throw under the bus, more coaches to throw under the bus from the college game when we come back on Under the Bus. Welcome back to the Under the Bus, now the college edition. Uh, we have begun each of the, about our last four shows with Dion. Do well, we let's throw begin Dion again. under the bus oh, yet? We got to. Okay. He gets throw. his ass kicked. He gets his ass brutally kicked by... Although uh, I give him uh, but, all the credit in the world for standing up afterwards and said, see, that's exactly what prepared. happened. Well, he had to do that. But I think he got out Dion. I mean, Dan Lanning, I'm going to call him Danion, yeah. he out Dion Dion because 
Everybody saw his pregame speech in the locker room, right? No, this is Cinderella story's over, boys, men. Cinderella story over. We're playing this not in Los Angeles, in Hollywood. We're playing it on grass. They're playing mm -hmm. for clicks. We're playing for wins. Yeah. I mean, he was amazing oh. in the pregame. And, and, and the best part of that, the, the, of course, the reason it, it worked is because he let the, he he let the cameras camera in. in. Of course, let the cameras right. in. Right. Yeah. You know, I, got, I have a story to tell with that. I work in Oklahoma where high school football is huge. We would never have asked a, to, to be in a locker room before a game to hear the coach talk. I moved to Ohio where football is also huge, but it's a different kind of mindset. And we were invited in by all coaches all the time. It, really? Go sit in the corner with a camera. School. Well, because they wanted the video at the end yeah. to recruit with, especially the private schools. But wanted. what if they got their ass kicked? Then they're but, showing but, the thing but after then, game. But then they've got the video and they don't use it to recruit kids. <laughs> but they, you saw some of the great uh, Chuck Kyle, the coach at St. Ignatius in Cleveland, who just, just recently retired, hugely successful. Loved having us in the locker room beforehand because, because he was dynamic. The guy yeah. taught Shakespearean English as a teacher, wow. but he was the football coach and, and was hugely successful. It sounds like you. You teach Shakespeare, right? When you uh, prep, prep? Yeah. A little bit of it. Yeah. Mostly Chinese. Very low-key, very, very mild-mannered for the most part, but in that locker room, he was amazing, and he wanted the tape of that because this is something yeah. that's not me, so I, I can kind of use it to show the right, fire and right. the excitement and all that of playing here. So, anyway, well, this guy, well, I'm gonna, well, I'm this guy Dan Lanning, I mean, nobody knew who he was really before this game, probably. Right. But he's a he's an SEC guy. Yes. I mean, he was a grad assistant at, uh, for Saban Georgia. when they won the championship. Yeah. Then he was a defensive coordinator at Georgia when they won the championship. Right. So you know, he's not intimidated by by Deion Sanders. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a guy. And you make it talk about he making it, players. <laughs> well, talk about making it personal. Yeah. He also said in the locker room before the game, "Look, this we're rooted in substance, not flash." I mean, you talk about personal. Then the game comes. He's up thirteen to nothing. And he fake punts from his own 17 early in the game. He fake punt. Now that that is uh, what having guts. Well, but, 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 but talk about yeah. disrespect. Well, That's I don't disrespecting. Know. I, don't, I don't know. Well, you know what? Rich, he, he's he, fake punting from his 12. Okay, but he, you know, but he knows he's coaching on the other team. Yeah. That's right. Seriously, but I'm, he knows he's not a good X and O guy. He's not. Sanders is not a good X and O okay. guy, so he knows he, who he's up against. Well, and he had, and he, you know, while the cameras were on Dan Lanning, meanwhile, uh, Dan's not having a great time out on the pregame yeah. because the duck, right. the Oregon duck, is coming out there. whose name is uh, Puddles, and he, so Puddles is coming out there. He's dressed in a cowboy hat and the sunglasses, and he also has a clock that says prime time. And Puddles is crushing, is crushing the clock. And meanwhile. <laughs> Uh, an Oregon fan holds up a sign. Of course, Chris Dion has yeah. his toes, has two of his toes uh, amputated. Right. Kid's got a sign up that says, my coach has 10 toes. So That's Dion true. didn't have a great pregame. That's about disrespect? <laughs> That's disrespect. <laughs> For sure. That's disrespect. Um, the, biggest, the biggest people we got to throw under the bus, I mean, is, is Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame. Not know. You had ten players. On. For two, not thought, one play, I but thought, for two. I thought you had to have brains to go to Notre Dame or be at Notre Dame. I mean, he can't count. Marcus Freeman can't count, right? Well, you know where he went to college. Ten, at Ohio State. Ohio State. Yeah. So he's got <laughs> but, both teams. But you know what he said? He said yeah. he, he he said he knew, but he didn't want to get a. It was too late to send somebody on the field. They get a penalty, and then they'd be closer to the goal yeah. line. Six inches. The penalty be six I, inches. I, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. And but guess where they ran? They ran right off tackle where there was and nobody yeah. was there. Yeah. So. 
Well, now, now it turns out after the game, you see him after the game or the mm -hmm. day after, he said, we're, we're now going to have a signal or a sign to show to, for our people to come up if we see that there's only 10 men Keep on the field. Long to I mean, why doesn't he use an abacus? How about why all use the assistance he Use has. an abacus, Marcus. I mean, they can't count. It's unexcusable in That's a game like that. Under the bus. He gets a kid. That, How many assistants does he have on the, the sideline? Yeah. None of them yeah. knew? Under the bus. So we've, so we've thrown Dion <laughs> under the bus. We've thrown Marcus Freeman under the bus. You want to throw Dabo Sweeney under da the bus. Dabo, I mean, he was awful. I mean, I'm a huge Clemson fan. My son went to Clemson, graduated from Clemson. I have good buddies who are Clemson fans. We got a game, Florida State ranked fourth in the country. We have them down. Now, you're, we is your, now Clemson, you're we. You're yeah, Clemson. that's, right. that's okay. my boys. Okay. That's my boys, okay. yeah. Okay. And uh, <laughs> so they come down at the end of the game. Well, no, first of all, at the end of the game, score is tied, 12 seconds to go, and they basically run the ball, basically saying we're going to play for overtime. We're just going to play for overtime. But they ran the ball and got about, I don't know, 10, 15 yards. Shipley. And they were still one of the best of, backs in right, America. But they were still out of the um, field goal range. So they had another shot. They had another shot. This is what Dobble said after the game. Our offense was too disorganized to attempt a last-ditch effort. Well, whose fault is that? Right. Why is the offense disorganized? That's, you're, they're college kids. You're the head coach, and you've got assistants all over the map. They should be organized. Go for one last pass down the field. Who knows what happens? But on top of that, in overtime, Florida State scores a touchdown, so obviously they've got to score a touchdown in overtime. It's third and one. So what do you think we should do? And it's third, third and, one. and one because Shipley, Will Shipley, their great running back, has so, taken the whole state, has taken whole Tallahassee down to the well, goal line, well, it's, and he, it's he passes into he the flat. He passes into the flat, yeah. loses a yard, and they have to pass again. Go in your strength. That's your strength. Take it to them. Well, if they stop you on two downs to stop you for one yard, you don't deserve to win to begin with. But for the first time, Clemson put a quarterback under center. Mm -hmm. I've been screaming at the TV for years. <laughs> Why are we not putting the quarterback under center and get a first down? And get the, the tush, tush how push. Many times, how get many the tush push, what they're doing push, in the NFL all the They're doing that at the NFL. Where's the there? analytics come up? If the analytics, if they use it, they should be well, saying that's what we should be doing. That's when coaches overcoach. They think, oh, we're gonna, I know what you're going to do, Bob. You're going to stack the right, lines, right, and we're right, going right. to throw it down, and we're going to fool you by yeah, throwing yeah. it down. He fooled yeah. himself. Yeah. You know, they should have never lost that game. Well, but it would have been a great story <laughs> because, because Dabo yeah. got the place kicker out of graduate school. Off the couch. And apparently, yeah, apparently his son, Dabo's son, said, Dad, this kid, or his son is a player. He's right, the holder. Right. He said, Dad, we got a kicker who's still in graduate school. So Dabo calls him. But the kid... The kid was a backup he was third kicker, string. He was third, third string, string kicker for four years. Yeah. And there's a reason he's third string, right? right. But Dabo puts him in the game. He makes a field goal right. early. It's going to be a great extra story. Then point. they bring him in. No, he made a field goal early. Yeah, he I know. Right, and he made extra and then they bring too. him in, And then they bring him in to kick for the winning field goal. Field. And what a story it would have been. What a story. Yeah. But then the guy hooks it left, right. and Florida State wins the game, and now Dabo. And and it's, so it's Dabo <laughs> under the bus. Yeah. Well, of, he got the kid from instead of the kicker the, driving the bus. Yeah. The kid, the kid was in Charleston apparently yeah. playing golf or yeah. going to the beach or something, and he already had an apartment in New York. He had a job in New York, and Dabo calls him. Of course, I'm going to go. I'm going to go kick a kick. His name is White, Jonathan White, yeah. yeah. and he would have been the all-time Clemson hero, right? Yeah, he would. You would have worshipped. Now he's a goat. Yeah. I'm, yeah. okay. I want to throw under the bus from the college they're, game. You're terrible. The Pac-12 presidents oh, for, for all Here the stuff go. they've done. Okay, right now, this week, as we sit, Pac-10 teams are 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th in the polls. Pretty darn good. All undefeated. 
Colorado's not one of them. Um, you know, there's seven, eight, nine, and ten. Washington State might be better than all of them. They're sixteenth. Uh, you know, so they got they got a bunch of teams playing awfully good football. Right. They've got now the Heisman leader, the left-handed quarterback from Washington, Penix. Is the is the leader in the little polling right. they've done for they the Heisman ahead Nixon. of the Nixon. South Southern Cal guy who's got a Heisman in his back pocket, Caleb Williams, yeah. yeah, and, and they the get kid from Oregon right. who put on a great show Absolutely. on national TV against Colorado. Uh, Southern Cal beats Colorado this week. Kills them in Boulder. Easy, easy, no game. It's well, like Oregon. It's going to be like now, Oregon. Yeah, take the Oregon. But I got to bet. You know, I want to. If we had time, I want to go back to speaking of under the bus. How about the Ohio State coach, even if he wins the game, Ryan Day? Oh, okay. You want to he back? goes after. Yeah, yeah after the game, he Lou said, Holtz. I hope Lou Holtz is. I hope. You no, know, he said, I wonder where Lou Holtz is now. You know, nobody in America knew who Lou. I mean, Lou Holtz is 105 years old. Former Notre Dame coach. Yeah. He blasted Ryan Day earlier in the week. He said, that's why Ohio State loses, because they've been soft since, yeah. since uh, Urban Meyer left. The despicable Urban Meyer. He didn't say despicable, that's my word. But, but uh, he said since Ryan Day takes over, they've been soft. So Ryan Day goes crazy. I mean, before the game even, before the game, yeah. he's talking to the interviewer, and he's saying, he's saying we've heard what, what everybody's saying. He didn't mention Holtz. Right. He said, we've been hearing what everybody's saying for 48 hours. We're going to play the hardest we've ever played in our lives. I mean, he was steaming before the game. And then, and then after the game, he could, calls out Holtz again. He says, where's Lou? I'll tell you where Lou Holtz was. He was asleep. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's like, it's Hopefully like, he wasn't sleeping yeah. under a bus. We're going to be back. We're going to talk a little Ryder Cup. I'm going to convince you to watch the Ryder, Ryder Cup. Cup. I'm going to convince you to watch the Ryder Cup. At 1 week. o'clock in the morning? Live, 1 <laughs> o'clock, right, tape delayed, right, whatever. Right, right. Because it's really good stuff. We'll be back with that. Under the bus. <laughs> This weekend, a, a golf event that is as close to the Olympics as you're going to get. As a fan, even if you are not a fan of golf, okay. Because we watch the Olympics. I mean, how many of us understand gymnastics? How many of us understand trekking? We understand us and them. Right. We're going to get us and them in golf this week, uh, and, and even in a better situation because it's us and them and we're on the road and golf is the one sport. And it's called the Ryder Cup. Yes. Excuse me. I, okay. I, I, okay. I'll get to that. It's, <laughs> Just tell them to be quiet. We only got 20 minutes. Yeah. Here. We're, we're, we're tell almost done. Uh, <laughs> playing this in Rome, there are no Italians, unfortunately, uh, on the which is European shame. Ryder yeah. Cup team, which would really be cool. Yeah. Uh, but, but it's us and it's them. On the road, again, golf is the one sport where home field should make all the difference mm -hmm. because it's not the same. Right. The, and the Europeans and does, get to set up the it, golf course however they want. They could put windmills on the greens if they wanted to. And we haven't, we haven't, we haven't won in that Europe for in 30 years. Yeah, we right. haven't won in 30 years on, I mean, that's how long it's been since we won because in Europe. it's really hard and, to do. Yeah, and, and the golf course is Marco Simone. I mean, Marco Simone, sounds like, yeah. sounds like a hitman for Tony Soprano. And, and he was. But, and, uh, and he, 
He played with just outside Rob. Well, what do you think of our, our team? You know, there was some controversy about our choices. A little bit Justin of Thomas, Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas couldn't beat me in the last month, two months. That's true. I mean, but now he selected because he's a great Ryder Cup he player, right? He's a great right? Ryder Cup player. And that's player. why they chose Shane him. Shane Lowry is the same thing for the Europeans. Hasn't played very well this year, but they got he's, we got to have him on the team. Right. Well, and, right. and, and the Europeans left a guy off, uh, Adrian Moronk from Poland, who won the European Tour event, played at that golf course Ooh, this wow. year. On now, Marco. Wouldn't that be pretty good? Wow, that experience. You can't teach experience. On Marco Simone. On Marco but you know who the Ryder Cup is missing, and that's we've got to mention, is Phil Mickelson. This is the first Ryder Cup he hasn't been a player or coach since like the early 80s. Won't miss him and, that's and, right. He doesn't deserve to be well, on the team. Well, well no, but, but, but I'm, just tell, I'm just saying, yeah. we, Phil has always been. A, a major player in the Ryder Cup. And Europe, Europe, no Sergio Garcia. Right. No, uh, right. no the postman, my man, Ian Poulter. Ian Poulter. No Westwood. Right. Those three guys have won like 60 points, I think, yeah, between yeah, yeah. them in the Ryder Cups. And none of them are, are on the team because, not just because they're old, but yeah. because they're live. Let's talk about that. Live golfers. Part of that is that. Well, well it's and, a big and part. The most recent live winner. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau, who played great in the last Ryder Cup, uh, and it was just the last Ryder Cup two years ago. He took down Garcia. He took he, down uh, Garcia on Sunday. Down Garcia. He was 2-0-1 in, in his right. matches. Uh, the, the people I want to actually take down in the Ryder Cup while we have a minute, I want to take down the, the, organi the whole organization of the thing, because we're going to see... <coughs> yeah, that's... You're shooting an eight iron. He's, talking, he's eight like iron. an Italian. You're shooting my green. You're hitting on my green. You're hitting an eight iron on my green with your hands. We have four Good. matches in, in each session, they call them. This is getting Eight too... You don't explain players. this. You're, it's no, no. going to be too complicated. Eight Come of on. your 12 players are playing. <laughs> four of your 12 players are doing nothing. Eat, now, eating pasta. We should have, in the President's well, Cup, they have 10 players of the 12 play. Okay. Each, at uh, least the uh. first day, each session. I mean, what we, we want to watch, we want to see golf... Don't we want to see more golf? Sure. Don't we want to see? And if there are more matches, there's more stuff to second guess. Right. Oh, you want more, more players? You want more? Bus. You want more players on the team? Yeah. More no, players no, on the no. team? No, no, no. I want more matches. Oh, more matches. Yeah, we, we got we got eight guys playing. That's why we use on all the first them. day. Why don't we use all of them? Well, if you want to use ten, the reason they cut it back to eight is because the American players were better, I want to get, and the Europeans had no depth. I want to get back to tenth, eleventh, and twelfth players were no good. I want to get back to live. I want to get back back to live. Okay. Dustin Johnson, yeah, five and zero oh, two years ago yeah. in the Ryder Cup. Yeah. He's a great Ryder Cup what's player. What's he done since then? Well, okay, but what's Justin Thomas two years. since then? But two, Justin since Thomas, in the last two years, I mean, Justin Thomas has won a PGA. He won the PGA. He's still one of the better players. He, he's had a bad little run. Well, got it. Our, our I, guy. Who's, I, I but, think the chemistry. I think the chemistry of the team bad. is important. Yeah. I think yeah. the yeah. chemistry. I mean, well, I realize you're not on the plane to get. I mean, you're playing together, but you. But the chemistry of getting those guys' personalities is well, And huge. Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth are the all-time Ryder Cup team. Great they're team. Really good team. And they're there buddies. And they're buddies. Yep. And isn't that why, uh, who's, who's Scotty Scheffler's best buddy? He's going to play with him, uh, the Ryder Cup. He'll play with Sam uh, Burns. 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 Sam Burns. And Burns, there's question, Scotty Scheffler's questionable putting. Yeah. But Burns is a great putter. Great. So they'll be a great team yeah, for be, us, right? Yeah, they'll, yeah. Okay, who you, who you picking? Who you, you know picking? what I'm picking? 
I'm picking the same thing that actually happened this last week in Spain when the women did their version. A draw. Of the right I knew you were going to pick I'm a draw, a draw, a tie, and the and Americans it goes to, keep the cup. And, and Europe kept the cup in Solheim, right? They, they did in the they, Solheim because the they already had, yeah. had it. I'm, gonna, I'm picking up what, a 14, 14 tie or what? How, wow, many, 15, how, many, uh, how many points does McElroy need to score for Europe for them to win? I think he might have to go 5 and 0. Oh. You no. know, they play five matches max. Yeah, right? five matches max. Yeah. He'll play. He'll play all five. If he wins four, they got a chance to do it. Well, and two years ago they sat him out, remember, because yeah. he was really playing badly. But he is such a force of nature for Europe. I mean, that's why that's why this event and a lot of people yeah. don't watch golf regularly, right. but they should watch they this. Should watch it this. is so compelling, and people are screaming. The crowds are going berserk. You know, in Rome, I don't know what they're going to do. They might throw, you know. Lions. Throw pasta at them. I don't yeah, know. Oh, there'll be lions and yeah. Christians yeah. thrown out. <laughs> lions and the A lot Christians. of meatballs yeah. around for sure. <laughs> uh, and and let, me, let me, one quick story, Ryder Cup story. Okay. And this, I should have told three weeks ago when they picked the team, and, but we didn't think the Ryder Cup was, was, was relevant. Which it wasn't then. Then. Um, when I was with <laughs> PGA Tour Radio, and we're at the, the a playoff event you know, the, for the FedEx Cup, but it's the Ryder Cup selection day. That day is the Sunday. They're picking the team, but they're picking it from Europe. But there's half a dozen other players, the guys you were just talking about, yeah, Holden, yeah, Garcia, yeah. Luke Donald, who is the captain this year for the Europeans. And I went on the Sunday, I went to the caddies in the okay. morning of those guys and said, do you want to know? Because this is going to happen while you're on the golf course. Do you want to know or do you not want to know? Didn't ask the players, ask the caddies, because they can decide. They'll know if their player wants to know or not. And the caddy for Luke Donald says, all of them actually said, yeah, I want to know. They said, I'll, I'll get your attention and if I'll you're selected, If you're point. selected. If you're in, or, or if you're out, yeah. I'll let you know, and uh, you can decide sure, not to tell him. Sure. And, uh, and Luke Donald shoots 30 on the front side, just, just birdies all over the place, moving up the leaderboard, right there in the hunt. And at the turn, I, I got the, his caddy, Johnny Longsocks, and I, and I gave him the thumbs up. He goes and tell Luke and tells Luke, Luke's jumping up and down on the tenth tee. I knew <laughs> that he told him, and then it worked, and everything cool. was good. Yeah, it was a great moment for me sure. to just know that I kind right, of right, right, led right. to well, his you... joy. Then he proceeded to make bogeys and, and <laughs> shoot himself out of the tournament. But but that's how much the Ryder Cup means to these guys well, that are playing. Yeah. So remember that when you're watching. Well, how about this year, Keegan Bradley, who campaigned yeah. publicly to yeah. get selected, he wasn't selected. The way he wasn't selected was on Netflix. Netflix is shooting, you know, their thing, and Bradley says Netflix called him and said he was went at home. They called him, and said, "Can you be at home in 15 minutes? We're we're going to be there to shoot you." Getting the phone call, so he got the phone call from from yeah. uh, Zach yeah, Zach Johnson, Johnson yeah. saying he wasn't selected, and it was on TV. Now nobody's seen it yet, but Keegan Bradley says it was so emotional oh, for I'm him. Sure it hurt. I mean, he I'm, broke down. I'm sure it hurt a lot. I mean, and he was shooting Netflix was live because they thought and he thought. He was going to be selected, and he wasn't. So that's how much it means to these yeah. guys. Oh, you who represent the United actually, States. Who get paid, but it all goes to charity. So, they, I mean, they're, they're doing this for the right reasons. Sure. And, and they're not doing it for clicks or NIL money. And, and let's enjoy it. It should be a cool. Look forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Who are you picking? I'm picking Europe, but I don't know if I'm going to say it's, it's going to start in two. Oh, I pick Europe every year because our guys our guys chirp all the time. And Wyndham, Wyndham Clark that won the Open yeah, yeah, this yeah. year beat McElroy. Yeah. He says he wants to play McElroy again. I want to see that. He's going to get his <laughs> Careful ass kicked. what you wish Yeah, for. he's going to get kicked. I'm picking the U.S. You're picking the U.S. Of course. Foreign. USA. 
USA. But, 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 USA. Bob, USA. Live, if you want to watch yeah. it live, yeah. 2 a.m. 2 a.m. you got to start watching it live. I might. I mean, that's fine. I don't know. Call me. I know you won't Call be. me. I know uh, you won't But the good thing about golf is it takes so long. Yeah, the match is the match is taking right up at six. Yeah, you'll, yeah. See, you'll see it's the end of the first season, yeah. session and then the beginning uh, of the absolutely. second. You won't miss it. It's a it's one of the great sporting <coughs> events in the world. It's good stuff. Yeah. All right, you, they got to be careful about not to eat too much. Seriously, you get over there and have all of a sudden this menu is just amazing, and look what happens. You watch. Really? Are you Italian? Are you Italian? I am. <laughs> You watch what happens to some I of like those guys. It. I like it. Sure. They're ordering Chinese tea. Yeah, no, they're not. <laughs> we appreciate you guys uh, listening to us, watching us on Under the Bus next week. I can't believe we'll have enough people to throw under a bus. We will, we'll for find sure. Them. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We'll Thank see you, you. then.